You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Age of Radio. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time once again. Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man, and as always, joining me, my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. How's it going? <clears throat> Other than the fact that I kind of went, when I was trying to speak there for a second, <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that was weird. Pro- it's probably the weather, dude. I know my sinuses have been messed up lately. Yeah, it's one of my least favorite times of the year is when the weather can't make up its mind. And then forward, my allergies go into haywire. So people will say I got corona. I'll tell them to F off because I have allergies. <laughs> and then there's that. Yes. But we're excited because tonight is... Basketball talk, bowl yes, night, baby. bowling. Love these times. Love them. We also hope you enjoyed WWE Fastlane, which we will recap next week. Looking forward to that too. Oh yes. But here we go. NBA records this past week, starting in the Eastern Conference, going in ascending order from the bottom to the top. Here we go. The Detroit Pistons went 2-1. The Magic went 1-2. Cavaliers 1-3. Wizards 1-2. Raptors 0-3. Bulls 2-2, as well as the Pacers. Celtics went 1-3, and and the Hornets went 1-3 as well. Knicks went 1-2. Hawks are on a winning streak, and went 4-0. The Heat 2-3. The Bucks also on a winning streak, 3-0. The Knicks 2-1, and the 76ers 3-1. In the Western Conference, starting from the bottom to the top, here we go. The Timberwolves, 2-2. Two two. The Rockets on the longest losing streak I have seen in a while are 0-5. The Kings, 2-2. Two two. Pelicans, 1-2. Thunder, 2-2. Two two. Grizzlies, 2-3. Two Warriors, 3-2. Mavericks, 1-2. Spurs, 3-2. Blazers, 3-1. Nuggets went undefeated last week at 3-0. Clippers, 2-2. Two two. Lakers, 3-1. Suns, 2-1. Two and, and the Jazz, 500 at 2-2. Two two. Woo! 
All right, here we go. NBA standings. <clears throat> so as we started uh, last week, we are now doing just the conference standings, going through one through eight to the bottom, uh, and then we'll just give you the rest. So standing as is with the Eastern Conference. In the first top spot, the 76ers, 29-13. Winning percentage of 69%. So, you know, go Sixers, I guess. <laughs> Seems weird after how much they lost all these years in our life, and now they're all of a sudden doing really good. Yeah, it's, it's weird, dude. It took for a while for the process to get going, but there it is, I guess. Creepy. All right, speaking of teams that started at the bottom, now they're here. <laughs> yeah. The two seed is the Brooklyn Nets at 28-14 with a 667 winning percentage and a game behind the 76ers. Then Milwaukee Bucks, 27-14 and 14 with a 659 percentage. And a game and a half back. And only a half game back behind the Nets. The Atlanta Hawks, on a great winning streak right now, which we'll talk about here in a little bit, are 22-20. 20, uh, 524 winning percentage and seven games out of first. Excuse me. The Miami Heat. Are twenty two and twenty one a five a five one two percentage and seven and a half back. The New York Knicks are back down to five hundred twenty one and twenty one, and eight games back. The Hornets are twenty and twenty one, four eighty eight winning percentage and eight and a half back, tied with the uh, almost at seventy six or Celtics for some reason. That was weird. <laughs> tied with the Celtics at eighth, twenty and twenty one, four eighty eight and eight and a half back. Then, starting outside the top eight, Pacers, 19-22 and 22 with four, or 463 percentage and 9.5 back. Bulls, 18-22, 450 percentage and 10 games back. Raptors, 17-24, 415 percentage, 11.5 back. Wizards, 15-25, 13 games back. I'm no longer doing percentages. I'm tired of it. 15-26, and 26, Cavaliers, and 13.5 back. Magic, 14-27, 14.5 back. And the Pistons, 12-29. 16 and a half back. <laughs> Just crazy, man. I know. I'm already, I'm already getting more crazy. Here we go. The Utah Jaws. Yes, the Jaws. Everybody loves the Jaws now. Not really. Winners of 30. <laughs> losers of 11. 732 percentage. And then top of the Western Conference. Behind them, the Phoenix Mahonies. 27 and 13. Yes, I said Phoenix Mahonies. I know it's the Phoenix Suns. I don't care. 675 percentage and two and a half back of the Jazz. The Lakers are 28 and 14 with a 667 percentage and two and a half back. They're just slightly, a little bit worse. Only slightly. Just a niche. The Clippers are 27 and 16 and four games back. The Nuggets are 25 and 16 and five games back. The Blazers are 25 and 16 as well, five games back. Spurs 22 and 17, seven games back. The Mavericks are 21-19 and 8.5 back. Warriors 22-21 and 21 and 9 back. Grizzlies 19-20, and 20, 10 games back. Thunder 18-24, and 12.5 back. Pelicans 17-24, and 24, 13 games back. Kings 17-25, and 25, 13 and 13.5 back. Rockets <laughs> 11 and 30, 19 games back. And the Timberwolves 10 and 32 and 20 and a half games. So there you go on the standings. Uh, this keeps going this way, dude. The Rockets are going to be worse than the T-Bulls. Oh, yes, and we will be talking about that momentarily. 
But first, we're going to talk about those youngsters in the tournament, man. The men's basketball tournament has started. And everybody seems to be on upset alert because, holy crap, it's right. been crazy it's so been far. Nuts. So as we stated, it has started this week, the men's NCAA tournament, and we've already had some upsets. We did not have a 16 seed over a 1 seed, but we did get a 15 over a 2 and many more. The uh, playing games were not very surprising, though some experts did have Michigan State over UCLA in their matchup. 15 seed Oral Roberts had a huge win of the weekend in overtime against number two seeded Ohio State. There was some who thought Ohio State could make a run to the Final Four. Number 11 seed Syracuse beat six seed San Diego State. 13 seed North Texas in overtime beat four seeded Purdue. 12 seeded Oregon State beat fifth seed. Tennessee. Not sure you'd call this much of an upset, but the 9th seed Wisconsin beat the 8th seed North Carolina. Number 10 uh, seed Rutgers beat the 7th seed of Clemson. That was just day one of the first round. Day two. Number 14 Abilene Christian beat number 3 Texas. 13 seed Ohio beat 4 seed and defending champions Virginia. 10 seed Maryland beat 7 seed UConn, and 11 seed UCLA beat BYU, uh, who was, I believe, a 6 seed. Next, we will, uh, next week, we will discuss how round 2 went today and tomorrow. Also to note, only one team thus far has pulled out of the tournament due to COVID protocols, and that was Virginia Commonwealth University, which allowed Oregon to move on to round 2. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the so far crazy weekend and why they call it March Madness. It's definitely March Madness, man. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, this is crazy. I mean, I think everything going on with COVID and whatnot has had a lot of a lot to do with what you know the the standings are with it, and uh, these upsets are quite wild. Uh, yeah, they have been. Woo, they've been crazy, and it's been fun to watch. Uh, we had some more stuff happening today. Of course, like we said, it's technically round two, and it happened today, and round two continues in tomorrow, so we'll talk about it next Sunday when um, this round is finished and we're in the middle of the next round. So, next up. Unfortunate news for the Los Angeles Lakers as they lost in more ways than one yesterday during the game against the Hawks. LeBron James was injured in the second quarter with an ankle injury and did not return. X-rays and, and later an MRI were negative for major damage. He will be out for a little bit with a high ankle sprain. Now the Lakers are without both Anthony Davis and LeBron James for the time being. Question is whether the team can weather this time without their stars. Cooper, your thoughts? On this? this ain't good, man. Ain't good at all. Um, dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, without LeBron and AD... Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a whole heap whole of trouble. different ball game. Yeah, I'm not exactly looking forward to how this is going to play out at all. <laughs> it's going to be a bit difficult to watch, to say the least. Um, and, yeah, we're going to be lucky if they make it to the playoffs if, if they don't hurry up and come back on it. Cause, oof. Well, I mean, they're going to make the playoffs. They're not going to fall out of the playoffs, I don't think. That's way too there's not enough games for them to lose the fall, free fall right on out. The, but it ain't going to be pretty to watch. So. No, you're right. It ain't going to be pretty at all to watch. It's going to be quite uh, quite a hard watch here. And they play tonight against the Suns. The game's actually 
just started, so hopefully we see what happens. It's going to be very difficult because the Suns are, you know, obviously in front of us in yeah. the conference standings right now, and you know that whole chestnut. <laughs> On the flip side of that game, the Hawks now have won eight straight games and currently reside in fourth place of the Eastern Conference. Ever since their coaching change, this team has rallied together and appeared poised to make some noise the rest of the season. It'll be interesting to see how long they can keep this up. Cooper, your thoughts on the surging Hawks? The hot Atlanta, baby. Yes, sir. Uh, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, Trey Young, man. Oof. Right? Talent. He has been... Nothing uh, but talent. He's been balling out for him. Uh, the whole team is just really... I don't know what it is. Sometimes... Sometimes it really it's, can it's rally. Because when they're on, they're on. But when they're off, they're like, right. off. Yeah, and it's really interesting to see a team rally when they got their coach fired. <laughs> it's just like, uh, oops, we kind of made a mistake. Maybe we should play better. And they figure it out and work together. Well, maybe and, it's just a different way of coaching, maybe. Um, right, they do have... Uh, maybe in, different atmosphere in the locker room type thing. Yeah, interim coach Nate McMillan probably won't... Um, keep that tag very long. He'll probably be named uh, permanent head coach. Well, I mean, for, not permanent, you know, I mean, he'll be for the remainder of the season or whatever. Well, he'll be beyond, I mean, beyond this season. He'll be yeah. continuing to be the coach, I, I believe. Um, especially at the rate they're going, the chances are they look like they can make the playoffs pretty easily at this point. Uh, of course, things could happen. They could slip out. Um, it's a little different in the East because even bad teams can make the playoffs. You see, we you know we were yeah, just discussing yeah, it. Just, you see it in the seeds. Under five hundred can make the playoffs, at, at, so you can easily find yourself on the outside because they are only two games above five hundred, I believe. Let me double check. Yeah, only two games above five hundred. So I mean, any slip up and they can all of a sudden find themselves out on the outside looking in. It's a little different when you're in the West and you're. Like the Lakers are 14 games but above 500. But the fact that they are on a winning streak like that, I mean... That, that helps, yeah. That definitely helps. And they're, it helps their momentum. <clears throat> I think they'll keep going with this, and we'll see where it goes, man. Yep. So on the flip side of the winning streak, the best one in the league right now, you talk about a losing streak. We We did talk about this last week, but the Houston Rockets losing streak has officially reached 20 games. They were not able to beat the Detroit Pistons at home. That was the game I kind of thought they had a shot at ending that streak. It, yeah. it didn't happen. Though they played the Thunder close in their last game, the team still came up short of victory. The next two games are against teams that will be hard to beat in the Raptors and Hornets. These will be the last two home games of a seven straight home game uh, home game stand. Uh, if they do not win these next two, that will take um, they will take on a team that they are battling for last place and the T-Wolves up in Minnesota. They have two cracks at the T-Wolves next Friday and Saturday. As we pointed out last week, the record for most consecutive losses belongs to the 76ers at 28, and most in a single season is 26, also set by the 76ers. March 31st against Brooklyn in Brooklyn will be the uh, could be their tying opportunity for the most consecutive losses in a single season. Break it April 2nd against the Celtics in Boston. Then tie the longest ever losing streak April 4th against the Pelicans at home and then possibly break it the next night April 5th against the Suns. So, Cooper, <laughs> I've narrowed it down. April 5th is going to be possibly the day of reckoning for the Houston Rockets. And just how... 
my god. Crappy I'm laughing so hard at this because you are you just happy. You're like a little kid in the candy store right now. Hey man, we might be witnesses to history. Bad history, but <laughs> it's still history. And, and the fact that it's, you know, the Rockets, I mean it's always always the bridesmaid, never the bride. <laughs> since <laughs> since the mid nineties after their two wins in the mid nineties when Jordan wasn't playing. After that <laughs> they've been the epitome of mediocrity. Right. Yeah. So it's it's quite crazy, dude. Uh, this was also the team that also had Pippin and Barkley on it at one point and still couldn't do crap. Yeah, they need to uh just uh just call quits to win the towel, dude. I think they have. Honestly, if we get I close just, to that record any closer to that record, it might be they have thrown in the towel. Yeah. It's, it kind of seems like this is just all-time bad. I mean, you just got new ownership group, and, and you're sitting there watching this, and you're, I'm sitting there finding the new owner. I'm like, and I just fired two guys last year, and I'm already looking at this going, maybe I should just fire all of them again. Because I didn't do right at all. Right. You know, this was just... Wholesale, wholesale firing, firing again, because that was bad. They got rid of Daryl Morey, Mike D'Antoni. It got so bad that they had to get rid of Westbrook and Harden. It's just, it's not looking pretty. Not at all. You know, and I mean, they got some good young players. They got Christian Wood back from injury. Um, he helped a little bit. That's probably why that game against the Thunder was a little bit more competitive than uh, games of late. But still, it's it's gotten ugly in Houston. So ugly that even the quarterback of the Texans wants to leave. But that's a whole another sports talk episode. <laughs> Boy, you you're just having a heyday with this, aren't you? I actually I kind of blame the Astros for this, <laughs> and they're cheating. See, if they didn't cheat, then the Rockets wouldn't have had to give up, and then Deshaun Watson wouldn't want to leave. It's all started with the Astros. The devil. It's the, the trifecta. The devil came a calling, baby. You <laughs> <laughs> sold your soul to the devil, and now the devil's come a calling. Mm. Sorry, city of Houston. I only kid. I do respect to the fact that the city has been under a lot of other things with the natural disasters from hurricanes and flooding and all that. So it's just a little joke. I'm not being jerk <laughs> intentionally. It's just kind of ironic. Yeah, yeah, it is. So, and uh, I mean, but if I'm a Houston Rockets fan, I might consider being a, a Dallas Mavericks fan, or even a San Antonio Spurs fan, because really? right now your team looks like crap and doesn't look to be getting any better anytime soon. Just saying. At least my team was trying to get young after Kobe and trying to build that way, and then we got lucky and got LeBron. And then he sold sold everybody down the river for Anthony Davis. I'm just saying, but hey, at least we tried to do something different. It didn't work. We figured it out, got back, and won a championship. Right now, Houston really doesn't look like they have a direction. No. The only thing I can say is that that uh, rocket's going down. Yeah. 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 You guys need big rock. explosion there, just boom. Yeah, you guys couldn't even launch off the pad. <laughs> That's how bad this is going. So, uh, anyways, so yeah. Um, so 
So we got some great college games going on right now. Hope you're all enjoying it. Like we said, we hope you enjoyed Fastlane. Uh, some good basketball games going on right now. Like I said, the Lakers are playing. Hopefully they're not getting destroyed by the Suns tonight. Good luck with that, brother. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's going to be... Hard to watch. Yeah, it's definitely going to be hard to watch. It's going to be interesting to see what they do. The trade deadline for the NBA is this Thursday. So, of course, um, next Sunday we'll discuss anything that happened. We've Not a whole lot's looking like it's going to happen. I mean, the only real trade that's happened is the Rockets, again, made themselves even suckier because they got rid of P.J. Tucker and sent him to Milwaukee. So, yeah. It's just not looking good. Yikes. Everybody's on wholesale. They got they've gotten rid of Cousins now. PJ Tucker. I mean, what are you doing for this poor guys? Are they just gonna sell the team off? I guess one by one. Sell the team off, shut the whole thing down. Yeah, that's not happening. Call quits. NBA ain't gonna do that. NBA's more like what they're probably playing so crappy to move the team to Seattle. Hmm. Get pull a uh, try to pull a major league, make the attendance so bad that they can get out of the contract with the Toyota Center and be able to move right over back up to Seattle. Well, not them; they have never been to Seattle. I'm just saying, though. Yeah, move the team to Seattle. I'm just saying, could happen. You never know. You know, they're looking for a way to get a basketball team back in Seattle without doing an expansion. That might be a way around it. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Don't really need three teams in Texas. Even though, you know, <clears throat> whatever, Seattle. Hey, man. Moving back to Seattle and re- a new reincarnate of the Supersonics. I miss the Supersonics. Yeah. Yeah, they were good in their day. Well, not only that, I just, it was cool to say the Supersonics. <laughs> it's always fun to me. Oh, yeah. Plus, you know, it was the closest thing we had to a basketball team because freaking Port, well, I mean, Portland, yeah, but I didn't count those pilots. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Oops. I'm, I'm just saying, I like them better than the Blazers. Because there was a reason why they were called the Blazers. Because <laughs> they was always blazing. blazing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm done. <laughs> Let's get off this soapbox and call it a night. Yeah, so that's a quick one for you guys tonight. Um... Be sure to tune in Tuesday. We got NASCAR talk. We got some football talk because the Patriots just keep on spending money. Holy crap. Sounds about right. Yeah, well, well when you got $70 million to spend, you spend it. Yep. Or was it $70 million? No, sorry. Jets had $70 million. Jacks had 68 and the Patriots had 59 Still, that's... A lot of money to spend on. I wish I had fifty-nine million just to spend on things. Yeah, I agree. We could get there. We could if some people would listen more. <laughs> just saying. Got a sister in Tennessee who needs to start listening to the podcast more often. Yeah, I called you out on that. If you end up listening to this, <laughs> so anyways, football talk and NASCAR talk on Tuesday. Uh, again, we can't do worldwide this week because my adulting schedule will not allow it. And then next Saturday we recap Fastlane. Yes. 
like we said, we'll give you more updates on the tournament next weekend. Um, we'll throw in some uh, women's tournament talk, too. Some good stuff going on on the women's side, too. So we'll talk about them next week as well. Sounds like fun. Yes, sir. So, got anything else? Nope. Good. Good to go, bro. Good. Great. Grand. Fantastic. No yelling on the bus. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, that will do it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep keep on on talking talking sports. sports.